The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 275 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A gaming convention is coming to Edmond at the end of this month. MiracleCon is taking place Saturday, August 27th at the Hilton Garden Inn. It's an opportunity to play video, board, and tabletop role-playing games to raise money for Extra Life and the Oklahoma Children's Hospital Foundation. Joining us to talk about MiracleCon are Oklahoma Board Game Community Director Mike Dadalo and Children's Health Foundation Extra Life Coordinator Travis Mantooth. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So, Mike, tell us about MiracleCon. Yeah, so like you said, MiracleCon is a general gaming uh, convention for Extra Life, and we are going to have just every type of gaming and uh, fandom-related thing that we can think of here. <laughs> We've got War Guts coming from Tulsa with with a whole bunch of modern video game consoles for everyone to play. We've got uh, the board game community with a library of over 100 games that they're bringing for everybody to play. We've got... Um, We've got a cosplay competition for both kids and adults. We've got uh, over two dozen vendors there with um, all kinds of stuff from tabletop accessories. Of course, uh, Red Dirt will be there. Yes, we will. And um, Ash is running uh, some D&D Adventurers League for everyone uh, who wants to participate there. We've got other DMs coming to run other different um, tabletop uh, RPGs as well. So we've really got... Um, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then, of course, we got some shows and panels, too. So we've got an improv show from Take One Improv coming up from Texas. Uh, we've got Star Wars trivia. We've got all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and it's all to raise money for Extra Life, the Oklahoma Children's Hospital Foundation. Travis, tell us about Extra Life, what that is. So Extra Life has been around for about 13 years now. Uh, it started in 2008 when uh, a young girl named Victoria Edmond uh, ran into some medical health issues. I believe it was leukemia. Uh, I need to go re-up myself on the story on that one one more time. But uh, she had struggled and been in and out of hospitals for quite a while. And uh, some of the people that knew her well throughout the hospitals and everything like that decided to start Extra Life to make sure no child ever had to go through that or had to go through any of the financial struggles that were alongside that. So they pretty much banded together and Victoria was a big fan of games and everything like that too. So it just naturally kind of shifted into, Hey, you know, let's, let's unite all the people that play games, whether it be board games, video games, what, whatever kind of game you like to play and uh, unite everybody like that. So that way we can raise money and make sure everybody that's ever gone through this before and never has to worry about financial struggles whenever you run into health issues as a child. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Uh, I've personally been participating in extra life for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the longest running in Oklahoma City, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, we've got several people, especially around the nine year, because I think that's when it started getting just a little bit bigger. Uh, and I've just been onboarding with the uh, foundation here for about a month now. So I, I'm kind of a fresh face to the foundation and catching up, if you will. 
Uh, so yeah, they, they threw me in the deep end and we're getting ready <laughs> and, uh, planning miracle con and getting all of our cat herding done there. So I'm excited. This will be my first miracle con and, uh, I can't wait to get out there. It's going to be fantastic. How does the miracle con raise money for extra life? How does that happen? So, uh, the, the, the simple way to do it is we've got raffle tickets out there. We've got ticket sales. We've got vendor booth space that we've sold out to, uh, and so what we do is we take all of the, the profits. So once we cover our costs and everything like that, everything else we make at the convention goes to the health foundation. So yeah, it, it, the more money we get or the more people we get in there, the more money we can get, you know, spent on raffle tickets and on events. Uh, we're, uh, actually just recently partnering with Maturino, which is an online, uh, crowdfunding service for, uh, game tournaments. And uh, Warguts is going to hold a couple of game tournaments up there uh, for Smash Brothers. And uh, I believe we're going to try and get Mario Kart 8 and then uh, DNF Duel, which is a newer fighting game out there. And uh, we're going to try and get some crowdfunding done. And uh, everything that gets put in, we're going to split halfway between the uh, the prize pools for the players and the other half goes to charity. So we're, we're going to do our best to raise money through there. And then as well as just other little events and everything like that around the uh, the convention as well. That's fantastic. Mike, you, you mentioned some of the uh, games. Uh, what kind of games can people expect to, to play? So, uh, of course, uh, lots of D&D. And uh, we, what we try to do at, uh, at MiracleCon especially is we try to run a lot of adventures that are suitable for people who are newer mm -hmm. to uh, tabletop role-playing. So we have a lot of DMs that are experienced at running games with people who haven't played D&D before or who have only dabbled in it or... You know, there's a lot of people who have been introduced to it from Stranger Things and are interested, but but don't know a lot about it yet. So we run even for our DDAL, we run a lot of tier one campaigns for the Adventurers League. So people that have um, lower level characters or uh, for people who haven't ever created a character, we have a lot of um, games where people can uh, come and help get, get help making a character or use a pre-generated character and just learn how it all works. So um hopefully we can introduce a lot of people to that yeah and then the board game the board game community is bringing um just a whole bunch of different types of board games so we like to bring a collection of you know we got all your classic games like sorry and monopoly and uh any anything like that uno but then we also try to bring some of these newer games that are um that you find at, at target or hobby stores or things like that so we'll have like the uh you know, the games that are based on some of the newer um, uh, releases, the Disney villainous games are always real popular. And um, we'll bring a lot of uh, newer release games as well. So for people who are into the board game hobby, they can find some some stuff that they may have heard of that's come out recently that they'd like to play. And you've got video games too, which is pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Warguts is real cool. They're, uh, they got a real, a real neat setup and they've got, you know, they've got PlayStation fives, they have the latest Xboxes, they have Nintendo switches and, um, you know, we'll have tournaments there, uh, as Travis mentioned, uh, which smash is always really popular as a, as a tournament. I know my son is, uh, excited to enter the smash brothers tournament. Um, just because he loves smash brothers. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, but then besides that, it's there's a lot of free play too, so people can come in. And when those tournaments aren't going on, um, those systems are just available for anybody to walk up and um, sit down and play. So you can try new games that way, uh, or just uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for parents to uh, yeah. let their kids uh, have some fun, and uh, while they can 
shop around the vendors or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, how long has Miracle Con been around now? It's been three, four or five years. How long? It, it, it has. It has. It's 2019 was our first year, mm-hmm. although this is our second Miracle Con because right. of COVID and stuff. It so just seems longer. Kinda, <laughs> it yeah. does. It does. We always refer to last year when we talk about, you know, yeah, last year was, it was really, you know, <laughs> so long ago, but yeah. So how, so, how yeah. are you expecting this, this year's turnout to be? Uh, we hope it'll be uh, bigger than, than 2019. Uh, we had about, we had about 600 people in 2019. So we're hoping to do a little, a little more than that, maybe 750 somewhere in there. Um, it really, uh, yeah, uh, it's a really big, big space compared to what we had in 2019. So for anyone who was there in 2019, I remember it was, uh, we did it at the old children's hospital, um, Mm -hmm. location, uh, which was kind of cool. Um, but it was really just barely big enough for the amount of people we had. It was very, very crowded. Um, so in a, uh, in a post COVID world, we have, uh, space now that's you know more than more than four times as big as it was in 2019 so we have a lot more space to to spread out and it should be much much less crowding through t- night uh, narrow hallways to to get to the vendors and stuff there's it's it's very spacious and uh plenty of room for everything so that's exciting travis how much are you guys hoping to raise uh through extra life at miracle con this year well, if I have the numbers right, and Mike, feel free to correct me if I've got this. Uh, when I checked the numbers, I think we had just over 5,000, uh, I believe it was, in 2019 that ended up getting donated. And and like you said, with a space of quarter of what we have this time. I, as long as the turnout turns out well, uh, our overhead really hasn't been all that demanding at this point. We're really hoping to hit anywhere between five and 10,000. If we can hit more, all the better. So and say like we're just kind of putting the word out there because the more people show up the more money we can give because we're not keeping any of this we are we're giving everything away or i should say donating and all so yeah the more people that come out the more people have fun and just come out to play come out to see everything come come enjoy our kids room that we've got planned we've actually got icode out of edmund coming and doing uh, a couple of their little uh programs and if you haven't heard from icode they're pretty much a a STEM starter school, if you will, for, I think it's pretty much anywhere between the ages of three and 18, three to five. I think it's where they try and have people start coming in. Uh, I recently attended one of their open houses and they were showing parents through and going through the systems. I mean, it's, it's unreal that kids, you know, at that young have access to HTML and CSS training, game development, robotics. I've sit here and it's like, man, I wish I had that as a kid. I had (laughs) keyboarding. That's about the most I had an opportunity to do. I think I may have learned HTML in eighth grade, and that was about the only computer training I really ever had. So, yeah, it's so they'll be running a couple of their programs out there. Uh, I believe we've got the YMCA coming out, get some information. Uh, so that way we can start getting people enrolled in the new esports program that they're starting up. Mm-hmm. So, we're hoping to have some people walk by them and see if we can get people interested there. Because the more we can grow e- esports in Oklahoma, the bigger these events will get. So, yeah. I mean, please come by, try games, play video games, play board games. We've got, what is it, 24, 25 vendors out there that we've planned. Uh, so we're going to have quite a bit of stuff to buy. Uh, so come out there and uh, see what all they have to sell. I mean, it's going to be anything from collectibles to uh, to crafts. And uh, I don't even know if we have, do we have video games this time? Or is it just, uh, I think it's old board games. Uh, we've, got some, we've got at least one independent video game developer there in the mm-hmm. vendor, vendor area. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then uh, we're actually trying to do a board game flea market too. And I think oh, Mike's yeah. got a little bit more understanding on, on the process on that one. Yeah. What is that? Flea, what is a flea market, Mike? So yeah, people can bring board games for, for sale and 
sell them and uh we have a couple hour window there where they can just uh bring any used games they no longer want and you know sell them and we're just using that as kind of a way for people to you know uh, offload some of their stuff that's a very popular thing in the board game community Mm -hmm. if you look at our the oklahoma board game community's facebook group is almost exclusively people buying and selling board games so Mm. (laughs) um, everybody's always looking for a new game and and ready to move on from some of their old ones so um we've already got a few people uh signed up to sell some board games there at the convention so you can uh, grab some used games at good prices or uh, offload yours if you're looking to do that as well that's great you said mentioned a cosplay contest tell me talk to me about that yeah, so we have we have we're running two cosplay contests. Oh, we wow. have a an adult cosplay contest with um with with prizes in several different categories. There's a best in show, and then there's also prizes for other categories as well. But Sandy, who uh, ran that in 2019 and did a great job, is running that again this year, and um and that'll be a lot of fun. They'll do a they'll do a detailed pre judging where they'll check everybody's workmanship and stuff like that. Then you'll get a chance to go on the stage in front of everybody and show off your costume and everything like that. And then we have a kids one earlier in the day as well. That's a little bit more, you know, for fun and stuff, but a, a good opportunity for kids to show off, you know, their love of, of dressing in costume and, and that kind of thing too. And uh, we'll have little prizes for the kids as well. So that should be fun. And we've got, we've got a lot of uh, cosplay related, um, uh, special guests coming to to kind of like just increase the atmosphere we've got um, the uh, 501st legion so the star wars guys are, are coming out in costume and we've got ghostbusters coming too and and they're real cool they bring uh they bring some really cool activities like a slime making station and 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 other cool uh and some video games to play and stuff but they mm-hmm. kind of dress up in their full ghostbusters costumes too which are really <laughs> they're really good they look really cool uh, I think we're trying to get Echo people. One out there too, right? Oh, nice! I, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's amazing, Travis, how much uh, the the geek community, the the pop culture community, comes out for events like Extra Life. Oh, absolutely! I mean, it, it's. I think it's really just near and dear to all of our hearts in some way, shape, or form. And there are a lot of people that have never even heard of Extra Life that circulate through these communities too. It's it's just Extra Life is something that even though it feels like it's been around for a long time, it's still growing because mm-hmm. it, it's mostly been a word of mouth program for a good long time. And so the one person you get in there that starts uh, spreading the word, if you will, you know, starts recruiting and everything like that. They're, they're the ones that have been our big community members that have, you know, brought people into the fold. And the best part about extra life is there's no big fundraising goal that you have to get. We're not trying to put targets on people or anything like that. We're not asking them to go sell wrapping paper over and over and over again to make sure you get to go to Disneyland. Right. Like, you know, a lot of us did when we grew up as kids, it's, it doesn't matter if you raise a dollar. It doesn't re- matter if you raise a penny. It is every, every cent counts yeah. because all of this is going to medical research, medical equipment. And again, making sure no child is ever, ever turned away because that are financial errors, financial status. So Yeah the more people we can get involved in extra life, the better. And people can get involved. Even if they, they can't make it to miracle con, they can do streaming events. They can, there's other ways to raise money through extra life. Yeah. And you don't even have to stream it. It's, it's just 100% what you want to do. It is your level of fundraising, the way you want to handle it. Um, the best way to do it is getting onto the website. So that way you can read it. It's going to be extra dash life.org. Again, that's extra dash life.org. And you can get on there. Sign up is free. Uh, they do have a platinum program, which I believe it's $22 this year. And uh, 
essentially that just enrolls you for goodies as you're fundraising along. Once you hit your first $200 fundraised, you get a t-shirt, you get $500, you get a silver medal, thousand, you get a gold medal. Uh, and then extra life has started. I think it was last year was the first year we started doing incentives. Mm -hmm. So during the month of August, for instance, right now, anywhere between August 4th and 22nd, I believe is the cutoff date on that one. If you raise at least $80 within that time window, you get a free dice rolling tray. Wow. Yeah. You just have to, you know, you just have to do $80 within that time window of uh, the uh, month before in July, actually, I think it was 50 or hundred dollars we actually did uh, a puzzle and try not to get too bad of a glare there so i got mine because you know every time i sign up i always have my 200 dollars ready that i've saved up all year yeah because i just like collecting t-shirts yes <laughs> so i did that while that campaign was going so i got that puzzle to put together uh so I'm, and i'm trying to get my dice rolling trade too because mm -hmm. lord knows i'm rusty at dnd &D. i haven't played in years oh you're gonna we're gonna <laughs> definitely have to enroll you to play when you come oh, down yeah. on, on, say, on I, I can't wait to get down there and play so uh, tw more than 20 vendors, Mike, how does that compare to 2019? It's more, uh, <laughs> we, we only had, about, <laughs> we only had about 15 vendors uh, in 2019. We were really constrained by space in 2019. Yeah. So we, we, um, and we, we were able to give our vendors a lot more space as well. So in 2019, we had, you know, about 15 vendors and we had, uh, each of them had kind of a little like eight foot by four foot space and they've got a you know bigger a bigger 10 by 10 spaces at least for each vendor now so they've got a lot more room so we have um yeah we have all we have a lot of stuff we have we have some 3d printed stuff we have uh, uh game is there with board games oh, wow. um yeah we've got leather leather stuff leather goods we've got um a bunch of crafts a bunch of like uh jewelry and tabletop accessories we've got several artists that are there we've mm. got uh couple authors that are there as well uh, pro laser cuts is there and mm -hmm. they've uh they, they make really cool like acrylic you know laser etched and cut stuff that's really neat and um yeah there's a uh, blue gear is a independent board game uh publisher and developer from texas that's coming up um so yeah there's uh there's a whole lot of stuff that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested in seeing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm needing a new dice tower. So I'm looking forward to pro laser cuts coming. Cause I definitely need yeah. that. Uh, we've got, uh, SD way gaming. They've got dice that are coming out. Yeah. I think, yeah, mm -hmm. it's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. So what, how, how, how much does it cost to get into the, the miracle con? So tickets, uh, are $15 for, uh, adults and, um, $5 for children, uh, or anyone between the ages of seven and 16. And then, uh, anyone under seven is free. We also have a family pass. That's $35 that covers two adults and, uh, up to six kids. So, um, if you've got a big family, you can, uh, limit your, limit your expense to get in that way. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, uh, you know, we're trying to make it as, uh, we, we, we don't want to make it expensive to get in. We want it to be, uh, you know, affordable and want everybody to be able to be there. And really we want it to be, I mean, you could come and, and spend an hour there, but you could come and spend all day there too. Cause that, that, that's kind of our goal here is to just make it, there's so much stuff to do that you could spend hours there. If you want to, you could take your whole family and there should be something for everyone to do and things going on all the time and plenty of open play area to play in. So Right, and you say all day. It's only for one day, but the hours are fairly long. Talk to me about how long you guys are going to be open. Yeah, we open at 11 a.m. and then we'll be open until 11 p.m. So uh, there's um, open gaming will be open that whole time. Mm -hmm. um, and we've got uh, we've got a lot of different shows and things that are going on. Um, 
at nine o'clock PM is the improv show. So, and that's, that's, uh, if you've ever seen whose line is it anyway, it's a whose yeah. line is it anyway style, um, uh, improv show. So that's, uh, that'll be kind of our end, end of the night cap off show, but we've got star Wars trivia before that mm. we have, um, summer rain, who's a cosplayer uh-huh. and singer who is performing a, a concert where she'll take, she'll take requests as well. And, um, uh, perform there and then of course there's um we have our uh we have we're calling it for now our not yet closing ceremonies uh because <laughs> it's 7 p.m <laughs> but that's when we'll announce all our uh our raffle winners and things like that um we do have a lot of items on on, on our raffle table where people can buy raffle tickets for a dollar and then just put them in the jar for the things they want and as travis said that that's all money that goes back to extra life yeah yeah but um yeah lots of lots of cool things to win and 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 uh in across all categories of video games board games completely unrelated you know um stuff that might just be fun to have car washes sure. or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we've also got a kind of we're, we're calling it gaming for good it was originally a streaming panel and then we just kind of added more and more to it it's kind of developed past streaming uh but we've got one of our largest fundraisers solo fundraisers uh gaming for avon he's coming up he's actually centered out of texas but he's mm-hmm. coming up uh and he's kind of telling his story and how streaming has helped him and everything like that when it comes to extra life uh i believe we've got amber speaking there too um and she's kind of going through her journey in tabletop world what everything she's done with extra life as well uh we're, we're having crowd control and if you're unfamiliar with that problem it's or program excuse me uh if you're unfamiliar with that program it's essentially a uh, audience participation uh third party app that allows your audience essentially to mess with your game as you're playing so say you're playing super mario they can pay money in donate and get uh funds or credits back for their crowd control system and they can use those crowd controls to give you power-ups take power-ups away move blocks around uh, you know, give you a star, make you, you know, one hit kill. They can make your life easier. They can make it harder, but it allows audience participation and it's an amazing fundraising tool too. Oh, uh, go so much farther than just viewing the game. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you talk about all of us that played all the old retro games and we remember how hard they were back then. Now imagine your audience <laughs> making it more difficult for you too. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. So where I mean, can people find more information about this? Uh, that's going to be at miraclecon.com. And again, that is just miraclecon.com. Don't put the www in front of it because otherwise it'll mess up. So yeah, miraclecon.com. And they've got all the information there. We've got a, t- a button right front and center when you log in for the tickets for the pre-sale prices that uh, Mike was talking about earlier. Uh, those prices are going up at the door. So just just as a heads up, if you are coming the day of, the, the adult admission is going to be 25 each. The family oh. admission is going to be 50 uh, and then the kids are going to be $10 at the door. So buy them early and save yourself some money. So that way you got more in your pocket whenever you're running through the vendor hole. Yeah, that's a, a much better deal. I, I, that's a that's a great price. And especially since you can just go online right now and just yeah. buy them and, and be ready to go at the end of August. Yep. And we've got it all set through Eventbrite. So you'll get an email with your ticket in there. When you come in, we'll just be able to scan QR code on your ticket and you'll be ready to go. We'll get your wristband and let you start playing. That's fantastic. And you've also got, Mike, you've got a Facebook page, right? Yeah. Yeah. Facebook, uh, it's MiracleCon OKC. Uh, so facebook.com slash MiracleCon OKC is our Facebook page where we're got most of our, uh, posting a lot of our big events on there and, um, various announcements and things like that. I'm trying to highlight some of our vendors as well. Yeah. So you can see what else is going to be out there. Yeah. Cause I've been looking at it and there's been, oh, I'm just so excited about the vendors that are coming. Mm-hmm. 
That's exciting. Fantastic guys. Uh, and, and anywhere we can find else you can, we can find you guys out in the World Wide web. Let's say, I mean, we're all over Facebook. I mean, we've got miracle con, we've got extra life, Oklahoma city. So let me get the exact title. It's going to be extra life for children's health foundation. That's o- Oklahoma. Uh, and I believe the tag on that one is extra life CHF. So that's going to be facebook.com slash extra life. No dash in that one. Mm-hmm. CHF. Got it. Yeah. And you guys also, I think you even do Twitter as well, correct? Uh, we do. What is my Twitter? Like I said, I've only been here for a month, so I don't know. have all the socials <laughs> memorized I think it's yet. just extra life. Because I know I've tagged you on Twitter before. I know I've tagged Extra Life before as well. Yeah, it should be slash OKCHF, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, or at OKCHF. And that's going to be for our entire Children's Health Foundation. So you'll see not only just the Extra Life news, but all the other events that we have going on in the foundation as well. Good deal. And Mike, we can find uh, the board game community on Facebook and Twitter as, right, as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Facebook, we're at, I think we're at OK Board Game on both Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so very much. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on August 27th. I know we're going to be there. It's going to be fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at OK Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Well, please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Mike Dadalo and Travis Mantooth, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.